You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Drinks with Johnny Freaky Friday follow-up. Uh, yeah, usually we drop these things on Thursdays. These are the follow-up calls to this week's earlier guest. This week was uh, Matt Money Smith, the voice of the L.A. Chargers. It was a little tough getting him on game day morning to uh, talk, but now the game is over. Uh, the Chargers just lost to the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. I'm sure we're going to talk a little bit about that. Of course, the game on Sunday between uh, the Chargers and the Raiders that I was there for. Unfortunately, I lost the bet with Matt Money Smith. If you haven't listened to that episode that released earlier this week on Monday, make sure you go back. Um, I did actually man up, and I, I, I got the shirt from Matt. He sent out a Charger shirt. I wore it in an episode. I will uh, I'll follow up with him about that here in a second. I'm sure we're going to talk a little bit more about football. Uh, it was a very close game here tonight on a Thursday night, and uh, I'm going to be asking him uh, some questions on it, how he, how it was in that stadium there, and how the day went. Um, it looked like Justin Herbert suffered a bit of an injury. I'm going to ask him about that, of course, and see if he has any insight. Um, but, man, what a game. It came down to the wire again. I mean, two weeks uh, in a row for the Chargers. And the Chiefs still seem to be on top of the AFC West. It is early in the season. We'll see what happens after this weekend with uh, my Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I'm sure we're going to be talking some shit about uh, that game on Sunday and uh, a little bit more. But uh, again, this is uh, we're recording this uh, on a Thursday night. The game just got uh, over. And instead of trying to get it out to you in the, in the nighttime, I'm just going to release that in the morning. That's why we're going to make it a day late, but not, nothing short of uh, another Freaky Friday follow-up, as I said at the beginning. Um, so let's see what, uh, what Matt's up to tonight, how the feeling is over in Kansas City. And uh, man, yeah, let's just see what's going on there and see if we can get him on the phone here. Hello, hello. Hey, Matt. How are you doing? I'm all right, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I uh, just got done watching that game. Uh, I know you were uh, 
You were doing radio play-by-play for. It's crazy. But they always are. Yeah. A lot. I mean, it started out so good for the Chargers there in that first half. Um, Really kind of took a turn on that pick and then. And then uh, I guess the first question I got from that we'll get we'll get to our bet and the Raiders game on Sunday. But first, I want to I want to find out about uh, if you have any insight on uh, Justin Herbert's ribs there after uh, that game. I do not. Um, you know, we're all the way upstairs down on the field there, so not quite sure. If, I mean, clearly he's in serious pain. You know, I would assume he's gonna get x-rays, maybe even an MRI or something. So we're probably going to be here in Kansas City for a while while he gets all that stuff sorted out because you don't want him sitting on the plane. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got a broken rib or something else going on. But, yeah, I have no idea exactly what's going on with him. So when that happens, that's interesting. Uh, you said we're going to be uh, staying in Kansas City. Does that include the, the staff that's out there with you guys, or does he hang back with a smaller group, or, or what's the uh, – Well, that would, yeah, I mean, it – it would depend, you know, it's, um, you know, we, I've only had it happen to us once where a player was just getting evaluated, um, at the hospital. So we just kind of sit on the tarmac and wait for him to return from the hospital. Um, so that's typically how it works. And then if they want to keep him and say, yeah, he shouldn't be sitting on a plane and he'll stay with a small group of people, the charter will leave. And then they'll send a plane for him the following day or however they decide to do that. But hopefully that's not, you know, what we're talking about. And, He'll be all right. Just, you know, more of a, I can't play football with this injury as opposed to, I can't sit on a plane with this injury, but it certainly looked like he was in a lot of pain. It did. I mean, definitely on that uh, third down opportunity towards the end of the game, he ended up coming back with that, that laser to get you guys into goal and uh, uh, first and goal and actually give, give a, give a chance there. But uh, there was like an opening that I would have thought he would have uh, slid for usually instead he throws the ball away and is wincing and then, um, that's obviously not characteristic of, of uh, Herbert there. No, I think that kind of tells you everything. You know, we said the same thing on the broadcast. You know, when he turned down a, a free first down because he didn't want to slide or have the potential to take a shot, you knew it was serious. Right, right. Well, you know, uh, all kidding aside, I do, I mean, um, you know, I, I obviously we've had our uh, our conversations about the Raiders and Chargers and stuff. And obviously, you know, as a football fan, I, I, I don't, I don't, uh, relish uh, uh even a opposing quarterback like herbert um getting hurt so i do hope for a speedy recovery for that yeah no doubt you never want to see you know you hate to see anyone get hurt they had quite a few injuries in that game you know center right yeah. tackle obviously King didn't make the trip and then uh herbert the big one so hopefully he's fine you know the good news for the chargers is they have a, a week from sunday before they play again so perhaps you know the 13 days is uh or whatever the 10 days is is enough for him to feel better certainly hope so because man that's a big one if that's not the case yeah and obviously everyone's gonna be talking about the justin herbert injury for the next uh few days um and seeing uh how that unfolds but you mentioned a couple others that happened tonight on the o-line uh specifically and then of course keenan allen not making it um not making the trip how's how's his he suffered that uh hamstring injury against the raiders on sunday correct he did, yeah. I mean, when it comes to injuries, I really don't have a lot. They, right. they keep that stuff so close to the vest. Mm-hmm. So not quite sure, you know, what kind of condition he's in. They really try to keep that as, you know, they like to share as little information as possible uh, about <laughs> no injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do, 
As far as I, I know, you can't. As you just said, you can't really. You don't. They they keep it close on the um, injuries for the, for a good reason there. But I I just have to ask one more thing on the injury is uh, is your cornerback going to be making it back? Uh, whatever happened with that? We talked about that um, when you were. Well, he was out there. Yeah, he was out there tonight. Okay. Yep, he was out there tonight. So uh, I had a feeling that was going to be the case. You know, they they said that he was really close to being able to go. Mm-hmm. Um, on Sunday, and then I think they just kind of figured they'd be okay, you know, with what they had against the Raiders and wanted to save him for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he was out there and wasn't on a pitch cut or anything. So, okay, I think cool. um, good news there. Yeah. Yeah, well, good news for you guys, but I like that little dig you put in there, saying they felt like they didn't need him for the Raiders, you know. You know not was... a dig. not Totally not a dig. <laughs> just I think that's truly the way they looked at it. Well, but, it maybe just because opening it. game, you know, I get it, and at home. Yeah. It was a good game, though. I mean, I was there. Um, I did. I was telling the uh, listeners here a second ago. I did man up. I I got the shirts that you sent. You sent me two shirts. I oh good. I I uh, I chose the one that was still black and white, so it still had a little bit of black flavor to it with the L.A. Chargers. There you go. And I reco- we'll take it easy on you. <laughs> it wasn't too crazy. I wasn't sure what you were going to send there, man. But uh, yeah, so I, I I wore it and recorded an episode that'll be coming out in a few weeks with uh, <laughs> nice. Mark Tremonte of uh, Alter Bridge and Creed. Right on. So yeah, luckily he didn't he didn't notice it too too much, so I, I didn't have to talk too much about it. So see, that's the way you do it, dude. You just play it cool. You just play it straight. <laughs> don't even mention it. You just wear it. You don't acknowledge it. And just pretend like everything's normal. Yeah. <laughs> and hope it just kind of squeaks through. <laughs> but let let's get into that game a little bit because I know that there's got to be a little bit of shit talking going on there. Um, you we talked about it before. I was saying maybe Mac isn't isn't the isn't the Mac of of old, and he came out and showed that he's still got it against against the Raiders on Sunday, and then. Uh, but you also said you know I got to watch for Devonte Adams, and I got to say, man, ten tar um, and ten receptions for 140 yards looks like he's still got it too. The number you have reached is 100.7 WMMS. It wasn't just a radio station, it was a lifestyle. Cleveland is a rock and roll city for sure. I feel like the shot was... Get down! The Wrath of the Buzzer. WMMS. Cleveland. The rise and fall of one of the most iconic radio stations in America. Profiles. The Wrath of the Buzzard. P-R-O-H Files. Subscribe now wherever you get podcasts. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. Oh yeah, no doubt. I think we knew that that was going to be the case. You know, he's he's so good, just yeah. so ridiculously good. You think you have him covered, and the next thing you know, you're getting thrown into the spin cycle, and he's wide open down the field. Um, and I think that was the sacrifice. That's why I said I think that was part of the reason why JC didn't play. They were just like, you know what, Devontae can get his. We're going to do everything to control everyone else. Derwin on Waller, Callahan on Renfro, and we feel good. 
about being able to get the car with four and, and you know, create some opportunities. So I think that's why JC waited to play until tonight. And I think you know, it's kind of the way it worked out is, you know, when you see what Callahan was able to do with Renfro and anytime Duran was on Waller really kind of kept him in check. Um, and then you just create turnovers. You know, the only issue with that game was the offense just decided to get super conservative in the second half instead of keeping their foot on the gas. And that's how you let, you know, teams back into games. So they get mm-hmm. You know, people don't realize that punts are turnovers as well. Yeah, you're not throwing interceptions because you're taking shots down the field, but you're still pumping the ball away because you're not aggressive enough and doing what got you to the point where you're at when you're up 14. So, um, you know, that's why. And I think that's just the way these games are going to go in the AFC West. They're all going to be one-score games. All of these teams are way too good for there to be any blowouts, you know, when any of the four matched up with another. I would agree because, uh, yeah, it was uh... – it wasn't looking good. Carr did throw those interceptions. I will say, I got to give my boy Carr a little bit of credit. He's he's in a new system. I oh come come on, take it take it easy. He was buddy. terrible, terrible, was terrible, terrible. Yeah, he was he was terrible. I don't. It was, it was a really it was a rough game for him. Uh, I th- I would say it was a rough way game. Way too long. Made held bad decisions. Oh wow, um, wow! You the are interception just a by fucking Callahan hater. Just, you are just fucking not at all. Hating. It wasn't okay. I, mean, look. I, I don't know how you could say that was an okay game. It was bad. It was it was bad. Like you know, Max Crosby had a great game. Devontae had a great game. But outside of that, like Carr was bad. It was a, it was a rough go for him. No, okay, um, I went. I, I I think you're being a little too harsh on him in in the in the in the in the in the sense that it it was. As you pointed out before, the offensive line was was a was a problem, and he, did, he I mean, stayed three, in the pocket too long. Um, but three interceptions and two fumbles, like that's there's just no there's no two ways about it. It's it's three picks and two fumbles. Like that's just it's got to be better, you know. I think that, he's got to do better, and I think he will do better. I agree that he's got to do better, but I think he will do better. I think that it was, you know, uh, it, it's the first game of the season. Um, and as I said, I'm going to make excuses for him for the first game of the season. Yeah. We'll see how we'll see how Clearly. it plays out. <laughs> and it's okay to say it was a bad game and he played terrible. It's fine. It I happens. Think, it's yeah, no big deal. Absolutely. And that's why I I'm admitting that it was not a good game for him. I'll put it that way. But I will say <laughs> that that, I will say you guys were <laughs> you were talking about uh about how the Chargers were going to shore up this uh this run defense. It looks like a little bit more of the same from last year. Uh how so? Well, I mean, I will say, even against the Raiders, they were still averaging a, a good amount of yardage on every run play. I mean, it was they enough. Had, it was. It was enough. They had seven. I think it was what seven carries for fourteen yards at the half. Well, and then they were totally content to let them run in the second half because they were up by fourteen. They were up by two scores most of the time. So but that's the so one you're thing. Just that people let, don't they quite, just let them. They just let them run. Yeah, yeah. They don't want explosive plays, so they end up with lighter boxes and playing safeties high. And you're like, yeah, if you want to run for five, six yards of carry and we're up 14, you know, late third quarter, that's totally fine. The one thing you can't have are those explosive plays because they're kind of crowding the line of scrimmage too much. So that's usually the way they'll adjust. And that's kind of where most of those rush yards came from. Um, I thought the rush defense was really good. Um, same thing tonight, you know, for the most part. You know, they really except held this game. Except for that 50-yard uh, run there in the fourth quarter. Well, again, it's one play. You know what I mean? <laughs> Guys are going to get loose. They're NFL players. When, yeah. when going into that, you're averaging 2.5 per carry. I hear you, but I, to, I will say you know, Jacobs, yeah. though, when he was running the ball on Sunday, was averaging over three yards a carry. And if you could do that on a consistent basis, then you're going to do all right on the running game. Well, you want four per carry. But, yeah, 
oh boy, I think we're tearing down and I'm going to have to zip out of here, actually. They're telling me I got to go. So I am uh, making my way out of this broadcast booth and down to the bus uh, because apparently we're going to be getting out of here. All right. So, all right. Well, I appreciate it. I will. Johnny, we'll do it again. Absolutely. When I'm not, thank you. When I'm not scrambling to get out of here. <laughs> totally get it, man. We'll talk again soon. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you in. Uh, I'm looking forward to the to the rematch in Vegas. Let's put it that way. There we go. Love it. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Have a good we'll trip home, and I'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you. So that's going to do it for this week's episode of Drinks with Johnny. The follow up Friday. Um, yeah, he's 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 a little bit uh, sour right now. I would say, Matt Money Smith. Uh, just saying, just he's just throwing down the shade left and right on my Raiders. I'm just, uh, I'm gonna be real happy by the end of the season. Let's just put it that way. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling he's getting a little too. Uh, the Chargers are feeling themselves a little too much right now, in my opinion. I, I agree they're a good team, but uh, I also think that they have their flaws and that, that they, they're just not seeing them. They're just, you know, calling themselves great and everything's still going great, but I'm not seeing it, man. I, that's just me. We'll see how the rest of the season goes. Um, on Monday, we're going to be releasing my chat with Edsel Dope of the band Dope. He's got, um, they've got a new album coming out. Uh, they've been at it for a long time. Um, if you're not familiar with the band, go check them out before you listen to that episode. He's also got a really, really rad uh, uh, tech company that he's working with right now. We got into a lot of that. And we got into just so much more just on life in general. Um, another amazing chat with Edsel. So make sure you guys are subscribed already, following whatever it's called these days to Drinks with Johnny here on the podcast. On, of course, uh, our YouTube channel. Every episode, every Monday will be uh, coming out on Tuesdays, actually, for the uh, premiere. And uh, sometimes I hop into chat there, so uh, check those out. Um, I guess that's it. Until uh, next time, as always, cheers. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts. And new episodes come out every Monday. Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.